You're listening to Business in Bloom, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. I'm your host and self-belief business coach, Anna Dunleavy, and we'll explore topics on self-doubt, following your intuition, and why self-limiting beliefs might be holding you back. Hello and welcome back to episode 83. Today's episode is going to be, well, I'm going to be exploring things on, you know, the feelings of overwhelm and what we can do to help us when we are, when we are feeling overwhelmed. But as with anything, I, I'm just sharing what has worked for me. And of course, you are always the authority on what works for you what might be best for you and so yeah I'm just sharing what's worked for me in the past what I am considering doing for myself Um, but yeah I just thought it might be helpful to explore. So right now we are slowly easing out of lockdown here in the UK and with that come the new demands on our time and for us as a family it's been in the form of kind of various after school activities more time spent in the car, the usual kind of dinner rush after school and just balancing all of that with kind of wanting to spend time outside as we have been doing over the you know various stages of lockdown. We, when school was closed, we, we used to spend a lot more time outside and we'd have daily walks and we, we managed to have, you know, find the time to do that. But now that the normal routines have returned, it's yeah, it's increasingly harder to do so. And so these are just normal life demands and it's nothing out of the ordinary. But when we put it in the perspective of the last year or so, it's actually quite an adjustment. And going from slow-ish mornings without the usual school rush to suddenly having very little time in the day, it it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to adjust to. And of course, I know that each one of us has different, you know, demands and challenges to work with as well. So whilst I might be using this, this kind of example of, you know, the school stuff or after school activities, um, that may, of course, look a little bit different for you as well. The clients and business friends that I have been speaking to are all talking of feelings of fatigue and just generally having kind of a much smaller capacity to do things and I really think it's no wonder that so many of us are feeling overwhelmed right now um, and myself included actually and whilst I'm doing my best to manage those feelings of overwhelm there are days where things simply feel just too much and I'm having to pace myself in a way that perhaps I haven't had to in the past and I often talk about this here but my first few years in business were filled with lots of late nights or you know evenings and working weekends because I had a full-time job and so of course I had to fit my business around that work and then when I took my business full-time I kind of struggled to switch off because working from home well definitely doesn't help uh, as my you know computer my desk are always really accessible which means that it's really easy to just turn that computer on and answer a few emails. And so the boundaries between work and life really blur when you work from home. And I think that adds another layer of kind of having to find new routines or new ways in which we can 
find time to switch off so that we are not um, so easily overwhelmed, I guess. And it's a constant practice of remembering and forgetting and, and having to remind myself again that rest is an integral part of our life and work. And there are no quick fixes when it comes to overwhelm, or if there are, they're usually probably short term. Um, and so it's in this practice of remembering and forgetting and remembering again that we kind of find ways to deal with it. And it's maybe it's not exactly what you wanted to hear, but it is the kind of smaller things that we can do on a more regular basis rather than any big changes. And whilst, you know, some big changes may be required or you may want to make them and they might make a big difference, that's not always possible in the kind of normal demands of life, I think. So actually finding small ways in which we can, or small practices that we can keep coming back to um, I think is probably long-term more more useful, I think. And so overwhelm can show up in, in different ways for you. You might be struggling to sleep well. Maybe the small day-to-day tasks feel kind of more difficult than usual. Maybe you feel stressed without being able to kind of pinpoint exactly what's causing it. Perhaps your motivation and energy levels feel low or perhaps you're struggling to focus and of course this isn't an exhaustive list and overwhelm may present itself in many different ways and I also think it's important to say that overwhelm is not the only reason that you might be experiencing these things so this is obviously um, a kind of a general take on this but I know that as business owners, we have so many different hats to wear, not to mention our normal life demands too, to kind of, you know, intertwine it all together. And so overwhelm seems to feature in our lives quite often, I think. And it's often one of the main struggles I talk to my clients about because there's often just so much to do with so little time. And so very quickly, we can become our energy can become quite scattered because we have so many different things to tend to and that is when that overwhelm can kind of creep in without sometimes without you even noticing but of course there are many things that we can do to prevent reaching that state of overwhelm and the things you know things we can implement in our day-to-day lives but for this episode I just wanted to focus on the times when things just feel too much when things get on top of us and when that kind of overwhelm is really at a tipping point. So I thought it would be helpful if I shared just a couple of ways in which I tend to deal with overwhelm or when those feelings of overwhelm come up for me. And I appreciate that as, you know, a business coach, as a coach in general, or, you know, when I for someone who works with people that run their own businesses talking about rest might seem counterintuitive but I really believe that actually that's the missing bit that we just don't talk about enough we talk about things like productivity and all the other things but actually when do we ever talk about you know having lots of rest scheduled in or 
just making sure that there is that headspace available to us as business owners and just as, you know, human beings. So I appreciate it's not maybe the conventional kind of route, but actually I feel like it is a missing link and something that we are not prioritizing enough. Um, So that's kind of the lens that I'm, you know, going to be viewing all of this through. So one of the things that I come back to again and again is stripping my to-do list to the absolute essentials. And it's not always convenient and sometimes may feel kind of near impossible, especially if you have important client work scheduled in that just simply can't be moved. And for me, this type of work is usually weddings. Of course, it's not possible to reschedule that kind of work and I, you know, I have to be there on the day. And so I try to, I kind of try to my best to make sure that I have clear, a clear schedule around it. And actually, as I'm recording this, I'm about to head into one of my busiest months of this year, especially obviously having been, you know, working a lot less in terms of the wedding side of work because of, you know, for obvious reasons. And so I'm about to head into a very busy month. And so I'm trying to be really conscious of how I'm structuring my work days and how I'm structuring my diary altogether because whilst the wedding work can't be moved, there are other things that I can do and other things that are in my power to make sure that this month doesn't become the kind of overwhelming month that it could possibly be. So so yeah, making time around the, you know, commitments you can't move is one thing to kind of consider. But on most days, I'm usually able to clear out my schedule if I need to. And particularly when it comes to like non-urgent tasks, those get just moved to another list. Um, And that goes for this podcast too, actually. And whilst I like to share the episodes consistently when I'm launching a new season because the podcast runs, you know, on a seasonal basis. It's not ongoing. The truth is that sometimes it just has to take a back seat and I have grown to be okay with that. I think at first there was kind of a pressure to always get it out on the same day, but actually the world doesn't end nothing bad happens if I don't post on that day or if I take a week or two out, whatever I need to do to make sure that I'm looking after myself first and foremost. And I know that there's this pressure to constantly be consistent and that's often partially to blame, I think, for our feelings of overwhelm in the first place because we're constantly being exposed to these messages that tell us that if we're not consistent with our content, that we're not you know, or that we're doing it wrong. And I wholeheartedly disagree with that because ultimately, and especially if you work on your business on your own, there are only so many hours in the day and we have to be realistic about that. So the non-urgent stuff can go onto another list and I know that I can deal with that later. And chances are that if I take that time to rest properly now, I'll come back to it with a lot more capacity to deal with this stuff anyway. Any urgent task can be then divided into two categories. And if you have help in your business in whatever capacity, whether that's a VA or 
um, anyone that may be helping you in some way, is it possible to delegate this task? If it is, delegate if you can, because it will just take that load off, even if it's temporary. It just helps you to kind of clear out that schedule a little bit more, leaving you with more time for perhaps that rest that you actually need. And so I know that for the most part though, usually um, we're the only person working in our business. And so delegating isn't an option. So can you chat to your client and explain that there may be a slight delay in you delivering the work, for example? Um, And I know, again, this is nuanced and it doesn't always work. But um, yeah, just think about what are the options in this current situation and what are the options that you are willing to look at um and if you know if that doesn't work and you simply have to get the work done can you ask for support in other areas of your life and so this leads me on to point number two and that's leaning into the support available to you if support in your normal work stuff isn't available What about support in other areas of your life? Can you ask your partner to do the school drop-off so you have more time to yourself? Whatever that may look like, whatever you might need to use that time for. Where can you be doing less right now? Maybe that's ordering a takeout or ordering one of those recipe boxes for the week so that you are taking another thing off your list so that you're not having to worry about what's for dinner every night. And maybe if you are more organized than me, you have a really good meal planning system. And if you do, please share that with me because that's something that is always a struggle. It's like a daily, weekly thing where I'm like, what are we having for dinner? And it's such a simple thing, but when we are feeling overwhelmed, it can be yet another thing to worry and stress over. And so we what we're trying to do by looking at our schedule and looking at what we can delegate and and ask for support with it's just minimizing minimizing that overwhelm ultimately and minimizing all the things that we have to be looking at and worrying about and thinking about so of course leaning into the support available to you doesn't always mean that it has to involve spending money so you know things like ordering takeout isn't always an option. Um, nor does it, you know, have to be, of course, but that's just one of the examples. But maybe it's leaning into the support of your friends or family um, and the support that they can offer. So maybe it's simply having a phone conversation with someone just to offload all the things you're worrying uh, about right now. In fact, as I'm saying this, another thing that I use when I'm feeling overwhelmed is writing a list of all the things just swirling around in my head. Just getting it all down on paper helps me to clear my head a little and it doesn't really solve everything of course but it allows me to get some perspective on all the things that I feel like I should be doing. And going back to that list I mentioned earlier, you know, thinking about what's urgent and what isn't, it often helps me to realise that a lot of the stuff that I feel like I need to get done isn't actually urgent at all and that it can wait until perhaps I'm feeling better or have more energy or capacity to deal with it then. So again, it's just bringing that compassion and kindness into our schedules and and 
all the things that we feel like we should be doing because we put so many expectations on ourselves, um, not just in work, but in a normal kind of day-to-day life that actually sometimes we forget that we have a choice and that we can choose to put all the things down for a little while. So for me, leaning on that support that we have available, for me this recently looked like asking my husband to do the school pickup and to take our son to his football practice. So I could have a full day of doing very little other than perhaps watching TV and it was really needed and it's often just the small and simple things that we can do to get and and that gets kind of overlooked often. So yeah, just thinking about how can I help myself in this kind of moment and situation. So when that overwhelm comes knocking, ask yourself, what can I be doing less of right now? How can I lean into the support I have available to me? And I know it's not easy to ask for help. In fact, I find this really, really difficult as someone who learned to be really independent growing up. And so this is one of the things that I really struggle with actually. But perhaps asking for help with something that feels small and relatively doable right now. And so often we can only get comfortable with, you know, whatever it is by actually doing it. So starting small and asking for help with something relatively small could be a great start and may just help you to take the edge off. Number three. There is this quote, and I'm not entirely sure where it comes from and whether it's, you know, particularly accurate, but it goes something like this. You should sit in meditation for 20 minutes every day, unless you're too busy, then you should sit for an hour. And it sounds counterintuitive. How can I possibly find an hour if I don't have 20 minutes a day? And this isn't really just about meditating as such, but I feel that it applies to kind of finding quiet pockets of time in our day and it's not an attempt to make you feel less than if you're struggling to find even five minutes for yourself because that really isn't that's really not what this is about and some days that's exactly what my days look like you know where I have kind of next to zero time for myself because there's lots of stuff to be getting on getting on with and so yeah it's certainly not intended to make you feel guilty in any way if that time currently isn't available. But it is a reminder that we also do have agency over how we spend our time. And whilst it may sometimes be really difficult to find pockets of time to simply do nothing at all, I really feel that this is the stuff we don't talk about enough. That doing nothing is actually an integral part of doing the work. And allowing ourselves the headspace means means that we're able to tackle our work in a different, more constructive way when it comes to it. And it gives us that perspective and allows us to be more proactive rather than reactive. And so the next time you catch yourself thinking that you don't have the time, which may very well be the, you know, the case, but can you carve out even if it's three to four minutes, to maybe stand outside on a patch of grass, to enjoy your hot drink before it gets cold, whilst maybe just simply staring out of the window. 
Can you take a few minutes to sit in silence, focusing on your breath? Or better yet, as I did yesterday, lying down on the floor, just allowing your body to be supported by the floor and just simply taking a few minutes to reset and recharge. And it's not about finding an hour of free time each day. That's not always possible and that's the reality of the you know our kind of modern and busy lives. But we do have a choice in how we spend our time. And so if overwhelm is something that you are struggling with often, perhaps giving yourself a few minutes here and there could make the world of difference. And so you won't know until you try. So if you are listening to this and you have a few minutes now as we wrap this up, just take some time to do nothing. Even three or four minutes, well, honestly, it can be the difference. So remember that this feeling of overwhelm shall too pass and tomorrow's a new day and I'm sending you love and I'll see you soon.